What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Very Dependent Podcast, where we depend on the Verde and Black for our everyday vibes. This week, we recap the home opener against Minnesota. We take a look at our upcoming schedule, and we discuss how long we must wait until the new guys get the start before closing out this episode with the stoppage time rundown of the hottest Austin FC, MLS, and World Footy storylines of the past week. I'm Logan Bartlett, a.k.a. Lobar. Everybody, I'm Logan Jones, a.k.a. Lojo. What's up, everyone? This is Paul, a.k.a. Low Paul. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> and before we talk about the game itself, I want to talk vibes a little bit because um, the excitement and the optimism were real for this season. They were mm-hmm. overflowing, one could say, as we approach kickoff. Uh, maybe dampened a little bit with the Drew injury. But what were the pregame vibes, boys? Give I was very optimistic. As you just mentioned, excited, optimistic, hopeful. I had a value beer in my hand, G. I was bro. saving money at Q2, oh, yeah. dude. Bags, yeah. I was I was repping that kit, bro. Like, yes, sir. Dude, you could not knock me up. You could not knock me down, bro. The weather was perfect. I had a Dillo kit on and a yes, $7 beer. Life Come on. was... Come on. Right. Bro, we were bro. I was in jeans. I was wearing jeans. Right. Mm-hmm. And some panda mm-hmm. dunks, bro. Oh Dillo my God. kit. Not getting covered in beer. I loved it. Yeah, man. But we were the, we met up at the Double Dave's on the north end by 123. Uh, they got the value beers over there. In so, case anybody's still looking for them. But. Yeah, yeah. The three of us right. got a $7 beer. Chugged that shit. And then... Because it was only like maybe six ounces of beer, yeah. but we'll take it. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. No, it's a 12-ounce beer for $7. But yeah. <laughs> per ounce, value. We move. <laughs> we move indeed. <laughs> um what else did we do? I, Paul, how was the the march, man? Well, the march was cool. I totally forgot about the march. Yeah, the march was tight, actually. You know, like um, big gang over at, uh, at Hop Squad played a little bit. Um, yeah. Obviously made our way through Breaker, turned on Aguilar. Aguilar. Um, had the smokes, Verde and Black going yep. all the way through. Um, it was oh, tight, yeah. man. It was a good, good vibe. And then obviously, you know. Security is gonna security and uh not really do a whole lot, but um <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was all good, man. What yeah. Hey, what y'all think about those wristbands? The the little oh like my god, dude, I forgot about <sighs> the wristbands. Are you, are you do you, have you just blocked everything at this point? Yeah, for real. I, I kind of have sandably I'm not I'm being real honest no, with you. This weekend was a rough weekend, bro. Shambles. <laughs> yeah. The wrist I thought they were pretty cool, man. The they were. That uh, you remember the Alamo Dome game we went to last year for the Spurs, mm-hmm. like yeah. where they had the yeah. little like, things you put over your phone flashlight, and we that's right, the, yep. yeah, and like all the colors. It reminded me of that, which I thought was dope. It was mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. fun thing during the heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I think during I think for a home owner, that's pretty cool. If we were doing that mid season, I think that's a tell sign of a struggling club but, for sure. But yeah, home opener, home <laughs> <laughs> opener, gimmick right. FC, bro. I agree. exactly. But um, man, other than that. Well, yeah, you the Drew's Chris over too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, you know. <laughs> and she enjoyed the vibes for sure. But yeah. you know, she she was like us in the stands, kind of wondering, you know, I'm kind of waiting for something to happen, and you know, I'm just like yeah. us too, right? Yeah. Us too. Yeah, facts, bro. Yeah, it was worse than we could have imagined. Uh, what happened on the field there? So let's um, well, let's talk about the lineup first. So we, there yep. a lot of discourse about the lineup. Some saying it was a like rinse and repeat of last year's squad. That did mm-hmm. next to nothing mm-hmm. uh, without yeah, Drew UC, which made them even worse. Uh, sure. So what were y'all's initial thoughts when you saw that lineup and you saw the guys available on the bench too? 
Exactly that. And that kind of just plays into uh, Joshua's just school of thought of these people need time. They need to get it used to our system. You know, mm -hmm. we're in the MLS, which we, we'll get to in depth. You know, this is this is just like Man City. Now that Roto's here, these guys really need time to just understand how we play soccer here. Right. I think yeah. for me, I was not nearly as concerned as I feel like most people were because I, I was under this impression that Minnesota were a club that was a little bit on the, the back foot almost. You know, you can look yeah. at their preseason, which is always funny, right? Because during preseason, it's like, oh, this doesn't matter. But as soon as it's like over, we're like, oh, but they had a shit preseason. So that means that they're bad. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like they were struggling to to really find the, the back of the net there. And, you know, without their talisman, Reynoso, without, uh, without a coach, Longwane, yeah. without a real coach, man. Right. And they just showed up. But yeah, all that to say, initial roster thoughts. I was like, you know what? Maybe because it's like uh, the same crew, but another year to gel, like maybe there's a little bit more cohesion there, but we would be sorely mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I was excited, man. Like Ring was back at the eight on opening yep. night. He yep. was wearing the captain's band too, which is a mm. big thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Ragoni was moved to the left wing, you know, traditionally mm -hmm. a spot on the team where there's a little looking bit more fire. Looking yeah, fire. Yeah, his, his hair dyed and shit, looking like he was about to put up a hat trick. Um, we saw Galley at the right back, which is fun, which meant, you know, Kolmanich was on the left back. Good to mm -hmm. see his return. Like there was a lot of positivity to see. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know, hypothetically guys in a better position, guys healthy. Um he did, you know, the question mark was, of course, Ellen Wolf filling in for Driese. That was a little yeah. questionable. But all in all, I was pretty, you know, excited. You know, I was like, yeah, this is a solid lineup for what we have. Um, and then the game started and we saw the extremely poor play. I'll put it that way to give you all yeah. some room to to discuss further. What were y'all's takeaways from that first half? Um, it was one just fucking awful. Uh you could I, I was truly trying to struggle to find out how we're going to be playing because we just were up against the ropes in our box for 40 minutes, yeah. maybe 40 minutes. Um, Stuber is going to have to play like that every game. 2021 all over again, bro. Yeah, literally, right. Literally. And and I'm just like, you know, it was very frustrating and just. Uh, it just sucked the energy out of me. I just didn't know. I was just like, <laughs> what's going to happen in this next 45? I, yeah. I don't, you know, it, it was very frustrating. We we got one very lackadaisical header straight to the keeper in that first half and yeah. stoppage mm -hmm. time at 47th that. 47th minute. It right? took more than 45 minutes to get just something on target, right. which mm -hmm. was half of the shots we had on target, mind you. Yeah, um, for the whole game. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was it was terrible. Um it got a little bit better. I don't. I wouldn't say it got great, but it got better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, once those subs came on, uh, they kind of showed some other guys how to play. Yeah. Uh, Rigoni kind of got a little fire in his ass by playing some balls right. You know, going up that streaking up that left line. Yeah. But it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think to add to Lojo's point, because a lot of that, you know, I, I I sympathize with, and I I feel that. Um, for me, it was frustrating watching the midfield completely just not know how to like progress through that that press that mini right. that mini was bringing. Oh yeah, um, and that was the other thing that was throwing me off too. I was like, where the hell did Minnesota get off all of all of a sudden like 
learning how to like press, you know, right. Um, they don't normally do that to that, uh, that effect. And so yeah, you had it was Pookie like, and Lude fucking running around their old asses. Running yeah. Around Dotson just fucking yeah. being a menace, dude. You right. know? So it was just like, it was something like that. In addition to like poor Alex ring, man, like the lone it's six tough, doesn't work, bro. No. And I, and that's, that's my captain. Like, I love the man, but like, obviously he needs someone I'm, you know, Danny, who we are all excited to see play a little bit more advanced up the field. Like yeah. that project's not going to work out necessarily, I guess, without Drew Yusey there. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Without Drew you know? Yusey, I think definitely. But, you know, to, to Josh Wolf's credit and, and the team's credit, you know, we, we figured that out a little bit later than we wanted to, but like mm-hmm. having Danny start off a little bit further back to develop the playing, um, that was that was helpful. Obviously, the injection of you know uh, Obreon and and Rubio. Yeah. Um, I'm sad to hear that Galley seemed to be a little bit of a knock uh, or had a knock or something like that. And then obviously yeah. we're not. Let's let's talk about Leo for a second. Right, right. The dude, you know, out, like you know, plantar yeah. injury, leaving on crutches, had a tough first half anyway. Yeah, him and Alex Ring weren't gelling. Funny enough, as the, you know, the two yeah man. boys, so. The, the come down, it was just the come down was so hard, bro. It was. We were was. so high up, and just to watch that unfold was like, what are we doing? Yeah, Lojo. And Paul brought up a point about you know the Jerusalem thing, and you know I, I guess I was just a little more hopeful that our players would be a little bit better without Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I knew there'd be a, obviously a decline, but yeah, it's concerning uh, to see our players and our attack be that poor. Yeah, without him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I understand he's a fantastic player and he's going to really dictate how good we are in a season. But yeah. these guys need to be able to play without him. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. I don't even know if they showed that they can attack without him. And that yeah. is very concerning. I mean, of course they can. But they. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go. What, what do you. Well, I was just going to say, I think they did, though. They They started figuring it out. But I think the issue was either like I think it was Josh kind of fiddling with the the positional play a little bit again going back to like danny really mm-hmm. you know like we all want to see him advance more right. sure but like it wasn't working with what minnesota are, was giving us are you and referring so, to it started working in the second half i'm i'm saying yeah 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 so like even before the subs came in it was like it was clear that we were one uh, seeing Minnesota not press as much. So like, obviously mm-hmm. after the the halftime, they were giving us a little bit more space to advance already, but dropping sure. Danny back a little bit. Um, and then once we started injecting Valencia, Obreon and uh, Rubio, and it, you know, it, it definitely started to grow our attack a little bit more, but it did. I, I think that there is, there are chances there without Driussi. It was just, we found the game way too late. And um yeah. But but you got to expect guys like Zardes and Ragoni, players like this, to be able to still push, you know, yeah. get through a press against yeah. Minnesota United. Minnesota, I mean, not yeah. a knock on Minnesota; they're they're a solid team. But come on, man. Yeah, but the, no, that's where we're at at striker, bro. That's where, yeah. like You're all right. respect to one of the best strikers in MLS to ever do it, but brother is on the down you know what i'm saying yeah, like absolutely right he's also a finisher he's not going to get the ball and progress up the midfield he's going to be in the box and, and 
take service and do something with it. That's the type sure. of striker he's been. So to expect him to become Drewsy or become a guy that can get the ball and take it up the field for you is never going to happen. And, and no. what frustrated me a lot with having Owen Wolf at 10 was mm. to start off at, at the 10, right? Is that it seemed like his role was completely unclear going into that game. Like mm-hmm. coach, Josh wasn't asking him to be Drewsy, but he also wasn't giving him direction of how to play outside of that. So the team functioned as if there was still a Drewsy on the field, but Wolf wasn't providing that support. So they right. were kind of yeah. just lost at all times. They they were creating nothing. Wolf was just kind of around the field, losing the ball, making shit passes. Um, dropping I, mean, I felt bad for him, dude. Yeah, I, really I did. feel bad. I, feel I bad really for the did. Because not only is his role kind of unsure, I feel like his right. skill set is sometimes, and we're just kind of putting him in a position. He's just like, how do I play this role yeah. in this team? Because yeah. truly that's what they're asking for. They're asking for each of these guys to have a specific role. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if that guy knows, you know, fully a yeah. one position at this point. And right, I think right. we're if you're going to play him for these sort of minutes, if you're going to be playing the full 90, mm-hmm. I think you need to find a role and understand it rather yeah. than be a plug and play who plays 90 minutes. That that doesn't work. That, that's not going to be okay. Totally. Right. Yeah, he had to be... Driussi and then Gallagher in the same yeah. game. You know what I mean? So, yep. so changing mentalities like that is crazy. It's tough, man. It's a, it's demanding for sure. It you is. Know? It it's is. unfortunate. And that's well, not all on him, but at, you know yeah. he needs to be a part of on the his dad. solution. It's on his dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I definitely think he can speak up and say like, "Yo, can I play one fucking position, bro? <laughs> like, like, come on, dude. I'm pl- I've played everywhere on this field: right wing, right back, defensive midfielder, attacking midfielder. Like, give me some consistency, bro." Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I wanted to move. You've mentioned this a little bit. Both the new guys came in and kind of gave us an injection of creativity on the attack, um, helped us create a little bit more. What did you see from them that gave you hope? Talking about Rubio, talking about Obreon, Bidu. Well, Joe, I'll start with you. I mean, we had the space to do it, but we were just, we were on the forefront a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I just see that there was still just hesitation. I think we've gotten into some attacking positions and we kind of looked around and was just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe that yeah, plays into, that yeah. And, you know, maybe that plays into us, you know, needing to figure out how to play, but that was even a seasoned, uh, an Austin seasoned player of Alex ring who got into that right. position. It's kind of like, what? Oh, Rigoni, what Rigoni too. Yeah. The two main yeah, examples yeah. of that were yeah. ring and Rigoni passing so, the ball off at the wide open. But yeah. I, I, I liked, um Obreon on the wing he looked he looked strong and I think that's consistent with a lot of things that yeah Pacey and I think that's consistent with a lot of things that we're saying where if any of these new guys are to crack that starting lineup it's going to be Obreon and I think he's proven that he's probably the closest um Rubio had you know some good touches but I just don't think he was able to really find a good spot or you know get a good shot off he, yeah. his skill set works really well with a guy like Drew you see behind him mm-hmm. because yeah. he, he is talented, clearly mm-hmm. coming downfield a little bit, getting the ball and running in the space and pushing the attack. Sure. So he he did that a few times, but, you know, got the ball to a guy like Alex Ring or others where they kind of just whiffed in front of goal, didn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we've said it multiple times. They, were, they brought that kind of a little more dangerous, um, a little more danger into the attack, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, Obreon sprinting on the right side taking a guy one-on-one and cutting inside over and over and over and over again. He did it like four straight times and the left back could do nothing to stop it. So yeah, hopeful for sure, but shit fucking performance across the field. Awful. And on oh, the yeah, for sure, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's enough of that. I don't want to talk about that game anymore. Um, <laughs> that's not. Let's, let's talk about ahead. other games we're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's look ahead. Um, the next stretch stretch of games doesn't really give Austin any time to catch <laughs> their breath. But you look at it. Uh, the next five matches are Seattle away this weekend, St. Louis at home after that, Philly at home, Orlando away, and Dallas at home. So most of our games at home still, but all against mm-hmm. playoff teams in theory, right? Um, so let's start with Seattle. Um, what do y'all expect in in Seattle on Friday on Saturday? I don't even know. If no Drewsy. Yeah, I was just, yeah. that was literally my next thing. I don't even know if we're going to see Drewsy because artificial turf. Uh, yep. Are we going to risk him on the same game of the season? Right, right, right. Coming off of an injury, right? Probably not. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, I would agree yeah. there. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Drewsy. What else do you yeah. think? Uh, seeing another new center back pairing uh, for the season already adding to that rotation of yeah CB yeah. pairings for, right. for the season. Right. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see Brendan Heinzike come out, you know, uh, next to hedges possibly actually, no, that's a, that's, that's cap. I think Julio comes back in. Uh, he actually loves <laughs> Joe's face right now. Put some respect us. on my boy. <laughs> he helped us. Uh, keep possession so that way he didn't have to defend. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, bro, stop. Y'all should see Lojo's face right now. He's got the fist up behind him. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll punch the screen right now. Right. That's right. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Heinz like come on to spell yeah. Julio a little bit. Um, sure. He needs a break mm-hmm. in 60 minutes or something. No. Uh, y'all think we can win this game? No. No. Um, I mean, Seattle's without a few guys too. I don't know if they're projected to be back or not. But we know, but they have a really good DP attacker. What's his name? De La Vega or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that scored that PK yeah. Uh, yeah. against LAFC. He's yeah. going to get some minutes off the bench, he, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to say that they're a stronger Seattle team. We've definitely played stronger, um, but our stronger roster was us. a little bit more cohesive. Yeah. A little bit more cohesive at the, at the time. I don't know. I, I feel. This is actually one of the more winnable ones, believe it or not. Like, uh, I I think we can share a point here. It's the other games like Philly and Orlando, Orlando where I'm yeah, like, no, there's no, no. there's no yeah. way, bro. Orlando away, vacation, pretty much. Might as well be. He's going to be back <laughs> sure. at like Disney World, just chilling. Right, Dallas, right, right. right. And let's not talk about. Let's not forget Dallas uh, integrating their new uh, player as well. Yeah. He'll probably yeah. be ready. Peter Musa and all He'll that. He'll probably yeah. be ready by that point. Mm-hmm. And um. Might be looking rough. Uh, I, I honestly, I didn't keep track. How did Seattle do? I mean, not Seattle. St. Louis do this week. Uh, it was a draw. They play but... tonight. Uh, I believe they host Houston. If I'm not mistaken, for yeah, uh, right. Yeah, they right. play Concacaf tonight. For CCC. Yeah, that's right. Fuck. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm just not too sure how they did. Um, so we want them to advance. They, they uh, we want against them... ourselves. Yeah, they drew against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Who looked pretty poor in that Miami game, and I don't know if that's a first game. I obviously I didn't watch that game. It was probably going on at the same time as uh, the mm-hmm. Austin match, but RSL did not look good that Wednesday uh, tie against Miami at all. Um, so I'd yeah, like they to, were they were playing like, way timid. I don't know yeah, what was up yeah. with that um, uh, messy effect. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Bro, you know, uh, all these guys were just like, running, "Can I have your jersey?" Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Diego, but I. <laughs> Who might not have gotten it? I don't know. Anyways, anyway, uh, yeah, St. Louis. Uh, I'd like to see how they really are doing the season. If they kind of come down, if they were also quote unquote overachieving, mm-hmm. yeah, might be regressing to the mean. 
Yeah, it, that might be. Um, yeah. I think we're just kind of chalking it up after what happened last season. Um, yeah. But who knows? I mean, make I, no I, mistake, though, that they are they're going to be strong. Oh, they're going to be a good team in no, front no, yeah. and in back. Yeah. They got Tony Parker, right. not Tony Parker. Sorry, <laughs> Tim Parker. Uh, all this sports what? talk. Uh, they got Tim Parker out there scoring goals. Uh, Sam Adnarian or whatever. Yeah, uh, I didn't you know. Yeah. yeah, but I think to wrap this up, Philly, Orlando, Dallas. No. rough stretch guys I, rough stretch but i'll be happy if rough. we come out of it with seven points if we can get like two wins at home and a draw away i'll be like very happy i'd yeah. be shocked i'll be yeah. shooketh i'll be shocked yeah i'd be yeah. big shooketh but we'll see we'll get more into happy, it as the game's coming but happy yeah 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 uh well let's take this quick break real quick and we'll come back and discuss a little bit more about you know some of the new guys and if we might see them start soon And we are back. Since the dawn of this club, boys, Josh Wolf has been patient to give new players significant playing time. Um, we saw that again on Saturday when all of Obreon, Rubio, and Bidu were put on as subs in the second half. Uh, many fans, including us at times, have been keen to, to say to say these guys uh, should be playing a more significant role for the club as soon as possible. Uh, so I'll start with this question first. What could Wolf's reasoning be for this? Paul, I'm going to hand it to you first. Spit some oh, fire, Jim. Man, lead me to the slaughter, bro, with this question. Always. Um, dude, I feel like he, Josh just overcomplicates it a little bit. I mean, if if we're signing these guys for their quality, like, obviously, you know, during the preseason, as we're integrating them into the 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 team, they show their quality. So it, it just makes sense that, like, someone like, Obreon, someone like Rubio, who already offers more in terms of attack, that's not just a finisher, but, you know, can make those willing runs, uh, is able to have more sharper passing and stuff like that than Zardis. Yeah. Uh, Obreon, who's, you know, probably faster than, not probably, is faster is, than, yeah. than Finley, you know, uh, and can offer a different dimension to the, the attack and providing width. So yeah. it's like, I, I just think that Josh gets in his own head sometimes and it's frustrating as a fan because it's like we have this talent that's better than what's on the field right now. And we we need to start with that. We need to lead with that. Yeah. Um, no, so, I yeah, agree. man, I don't, I don't fucking know why he does it, bro. I, I hate that he does it. Well, I'll, I'll real quick, I'll just throw, throw back to last week or maybe the week before when you were talking about like the culture idea. Right. And like, yeah, man, forget uh, I said that. I, no, I, and I'm not no. doing that as an argument, but more so is like that could probably be a part of it where like, yeah, yeah, no, that's... his feelings like, oh, I don't want to steal Zarda as a starting spot. I'll give him a chance, you know, like that kind sure. of mentality. Yeah. Um, Lojo, give me your thoughts, man. Uh, I mean, Paul's 100% right here and something to add there. These guys, these guys are vets. These guys no. are proven MLS players. Um, Honestly, with. Sebastian being out, I don't know why you don't consider putting in a player that's able to progress the ball a little bit better, like Rubio, mm -hmm. or even Obreon, um, who played inverted a lot. Yeah, in his right. In, in, the, in the midfield, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I think Paul just hit on the head. There, there's really not much to say otherwise. But I think you should also include that these guys are veterans. They know what they're yeah. doing. This is the MLS. I understand if you're 
you know, playing this role in the Premier League and, you know, needing to get up accustomed to one, the play style and right. you know, mm-hmm. how this specific team plays. But, you know, this is this is a competition. Mm-hmm. We're winning, mm-hmm. lose, you know, it's wins, losses, and then, of course, draws. But it's wins right. and losses. Right. And if you want to win, I think you play, you need to be smart, regardless of whether this person is new or not. I mean, it couldn't have hurt. Exactly. I mean, yeah. what with hindsight, of course. Right. What's the difference between putting Zardes in and having Rubio in in the right. first half? Probably nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think too, like match fitness is a point that people bring up. And that applies, let's say, more so to like midseason signings or a guy sure. like Bidu who just got Yeah, him. yeah, of course. And I got but Obrown, how long has Obrown been with our team? Like exactly for two, three months? Those MLS mm-hmm. dudes have been here since the moment training camp started. Through you know, training like, camp, yeah. Like the moment they were signed, they were here probably even fucking beforehand because Obrion right. was up mm-hmm. the road, you know. Um and also, dude, we just had a four month off season for for our players. Mm-hmm. You know, they like, know what they're doing. We've they had don't have match souls. fitness. <laughs> You know, it's yeah, like that exactly. idea is like our dudes just sat on the bench longer than any other team in the league. We didn't play any yeah. cups. We fucking mm-hmm. we were gone by October. Right. So it's like true match fitness is nothing when everybody comes in at the same playing field. Absolutely. Uh, Good point. I think dude, what's frustrating me too, just looking at it like to exactly to that point, we're in MLS. These are MLS bets that we're bringing in to, to join the team. I think like Wolf just has this weird conceited view of of the way that he plays being like, like special in a way, like it's, it, mm-hmm. it deserves to be patient studied and studied and right. And like just guys like have to be a student in. for a second. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 And it's a strange thing of like, bro, you're just passing the ball around more than the other team. Maybe like 52% <laughs> to 48% possession. Right. It's not right. that different, bro. Like no. yeah. I, when you watch the, the product on the field, it's like, okay, well, sometimes the winger runs deep. Other times they just kind of stand on the byline, <laughs> right? You know, and wait for Drews to get the ball or Danny to get the ball and run out the middle. Like dude, not really yeah. doing anything crazy. <laughs> dude swears he's bald with a Spanish accent. I swear, right, like. right. It's like when you just watch it, <laughs> we will be there. <laughs> like, you yeah. dissect it. You're like, oh, my not God. much is happening, bro. Like, yeah, I know you're trying to spread the field a little bit. You're trying to pull lines and move defenders around in a way that's special. But it's like, dude, they're fucking 15 year vets. Mm-hmm. They don't need to sit for a month and watch from the sidelines. Like, what are we doing? Right. <laughs> I don't understand. Right. Like, right. come on, yeah. bro. They're watch a bunch of soft mentality players. Right. right. Exactly. Am I right? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. The only player that we didn't do that with necessarily is Driussi, correct? He, yeah, he was starting like game one. He, or he came off the bench. He came in. First game. What was that? Dallas? Dallas it was Dallas the, away. Uh, Dallas away game. He did yeah. come but, on. But that was, like, a, that was a quick turnaround. I, I think one of the quicker turnarounds. Yeah, um, like, like he played the that moment would be, he got here. Yeah, that would be right. something that I'd, I'd be interested if anyone wants to, to go out and, and check and see what the the difference in time between signing and then debuting um, like for the team. Like, I just want to know, because like, what about Radovanovic? I mean, technically, he was a loanee. Sure, 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 so, sure. New signing, same idea applies. Yeah, right? I mean, but I'm trying yeah, to I think remember. he came on pretty quick. Yeah, right? yeah I'm trying to remember was how... fairly quick. Yeah, but I I so, think there was I think it was and it wasn't game one. No, it was not game yeah, game. no. I think so. I think ultimately, what's going to happen is I mean, we're going to see it. I think the fans are are clear to see it that it's like you look at that Obreon, you look at Diego, and mm-hmm. like it's going to be a matter of time. I think. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. well, how long? Let's let's just get into it. How how long do you think? Like you personally, do you? I think- I, I would be I would not be surprised if they start at Seattle. 
No. I I would be shocked, honestly, if at least Obreon was not starting. Sure. In that second in that get match. I'd, yeah. If if we don't see Driusi, I'd like to also see Rubio. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, if we don't see Driusi, either one of those dudes could do mm-hmm. at least a comparable job to what Baby Wolf did. Biru is field. still one of the ones that I'm still kind of like, okay, you know, fitness probably. I, I yeah, sure, really sure, sure. Know. I don't know what he was doing prior to this, you know, right, how right. deep he was into a season, whatever like that, but he's probably the one yeah. where Agreed. he's, yeah, he's got to probably be the most acclimated of those. Yeah, three. give him another week or two to, to get his legs under him, get a couple more right. sub appearances. Yeah, I think right. I, I had in my post game notes, I was tweeting shit like as I was watching it. And one of my takeaways was that Bidu looked real patient on the ball, which I still believe to be true, but I think uh more so his patience on field might've been misconstrued and it was more so lack of fitness in some cases, like defensively, he was almost jogging back at times, like, cause he couldn't catch up and and other guys. That's what I was curious about too. Like there was, it was like almost a lack of hustle, but like I I was almost hesitant to like call it that because I wasn't too sure. I will say there was a careless giveaway Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. that he had, um, that I'm pretty sure like ultimately ends up becoming the the sequence that leads up to the second goal. But, um, but yeah, so like, I don't know at the end of the day, it's right. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) well, I wanted to, I wanted to ask, it's something we've talked about a little bit last week and, um, you know, obviously Jerusi missing the game. He picks up a knock in training. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd almost chalk up to Cascante's knock as a knock in training. It, sure. Yeah. Whether it was or it was preseason, it's the same fucking idea. You know, it's kind of right. like half speed 11s uh, with unlimited subs. So, same idea. Like, what's what the fuck is going on in training, dude? Why why are guys getting injured so consistently in training? I don't. I hate it. It's frustrating. I man. dude. I I wish I could be a fly on the wall. You know, at um at the training pitch over at St. David's. Um, yeah. just to just to see, man, just to see what's going on. Um, cause like we have one of the best medical staffs, don't we? Like in the league, apparently. Yeah. They question mark, like question yeah. mark. <laughs> but like what? Yeah, man. I just, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, I feel yeah. like David Tinney and his staff, like they're, they're swamped right now. Like they're, they're taking in all this data, uh, you know, that they yeah. have to go and I can analyze and see like, all right, you know, like this, this guy's working load is too high to his max or whatever. I, just, I don't yeah. know. G. Yeah, that I, shit ain't I'm working. tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah, it's frustrating, man. Because like we don't deserve it. It's almost it's almost as if I don't know, man. Like Wolf's talked about training in the past and how like important it is to perform in training to get consideration yeah. to break into onto into the rotation. Sure. And it's almost like these guys are playing match day intense with like match day intensity to try to prove like I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. And then they get fucking injured or like Driussi is trying to lead on the field as the captain, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, cool and training. Like we got to go in and go hard and put in this work and he's overexerting himself compared to what he should be doing. I don't know. It's all, it's all conjecture. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, it's, is, it, it's interesting, especially consistent. given the fact that you had mentioned just a little bit ago that like our guys had more time than most teams mm-hmm. to like recover their bodies and, and do what they needed to, to kind of slowly ramp themselves up back to exactly league match fitness. And, and, uh, yeah, here you know, we are again, I don't know, man. Yeah. Week one, we have four injuries, <laughs> you know? So anyway, let's, um, let's move to stoppage time. I'm sure we'll, we'll see some more 
updates on on health moving forward and have some more clarity. But for sure. time we go. Uh, Celtic winger, Liel Abada. I'm just going to say that's his name, but Abada is the last name. 22-year-old. Uh, he scored a Champions League. He's you know, dynamic player that that we found out about six hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. He's interested in signing with Austin FC. Boys, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, he's about to be on a plane to Austin. Uh, no, let's go. Bro, <laughs> that up for six Bars. hours. Bro. <laughs> yeah, cooking that out. Call me Gary Neville with my uh, with my alliteration lines. I love it. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> but. You know, if, if, and the rumors of him also being willing to terminate his contract, we can bring this guy in prior to summer. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the word on the street. I mean, if he's a free agent and we're still in our window, we can do it. And then that's another free transfer, uh, Europa League yep. caliber young guy. Right. Uh, I, I, the big thing for me, y'all, is I, like I immediately I heard Abada. I was like, wait, Celtic, wait, Ange Postacoglu, who is like transforming yeah. the way that spurs are playing right now exactly. and it, it's always fuck spurs right because right. chelsea fan but just Ange Ange ball is is fun to watch and seeing how he kind of transition like transformed celtic like abada was a big part of that and so if we can have a dynamic winger like that holy shit you know mm-hmm. like like let's get him uh yeah, yeah i'd love to so see I, I hope we can make it work uh i know atlanta is also the other target he played with uh yep um back at celtic so that would be a reunion for him but i mean who wouldn't want to live in austin texas brother thanks bro thanks i'm excited i hope i hope it comes through roto keep cooking uh maybe get a new coach to to serve what you're cooking up please um refs went to var at least 14 times on mls opening weekend uh that's compared to the average of four var reviews per week on average in, in former seasons oh paul what does that mean to you brother they're they're trying. <laughs> like, they don't want to get it wrong. Exactly. Uh, but sadly, they got it wrong uh, quite a few times. Um, yeah. Yep. It's tough, man. This is a weird one. Um, what was that that one you sent, Lojo, where it was like you sent the guy, the the ref for the Miami uh, LA Galaxy yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, the ponytail with the big eyes. Yeah. yeah. If I send this, I don't know what I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> It's tough, man. And you could just see the, the head ref every time on the field in all these games being like, I'm listening. I'm yes, listening yes, as yes. players yeah. were approaching them. He's like, wait, I'm listening. Index Let finger to the ear. Yeah. <laughs> Hand out. Stop. Yes. It, it, it's stop, good man. that they're trying to, you know, correct these mistakes. And of course, we knew there was going to be a lot of probably review. But mm-hmm. there's still other calls that needed to go mm-hmm. to review. Uh, yeah. What was it? A In Austin, player... there was one. A yep. player in uh, the LA Galaxy Miami game is going to be missing a match because of a tackle he didn't yes, make. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, Marcus Delgado yeah, got Delgado. that second yellow. Uh, I'm hopeful that that's protested or it whatever it may be. It I think it's going to be. be rescinded. It has yeah. to be rescinded. But I mean, that also led to just... their goal. Fucking four minutes right? later. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Ridiculous. Right. You can't take didn't that. Dallas Dallas uh, uh, match happen like with with uh, San Jose where there was like a goal that was disallowed or something, something like that yeah, oh, yeah off sides when there was clearly a defender that was yes. playing them oh, on yes exactly know. dude that was the yeah. one that i sent yeah the defender yeah. is like on the ground on the in the box in his own box and the run of play is happening like 40 yards out and they call offside as the defender is running back to his line yeah and, and the players are like what the fuck? like it's just like yeah. what are you doing ridiculous man they're, they're rough, trying man. man they're trying but, but uh, let's be real let's also like i understand these are scab reps or whatever but 
you know, the ones that are being locked out, can we can we really say it is a world different a world of difference? Tell them, bro. Tell them, bro. Come on. A little okay. it, it's like it's there's there not is world, improvement. But, not yeah. a world. But it is it is the difference between marginally hot yeah. air and Rubio coming on in the second half. How about that? The, there you yeah. go. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's keep it moving. It's rumored that the MLS All-Stars will face the best of Liga Emekis for 2024's All-Star weekend in Columbus on July 24th. I mean, we kind of discussed a little bit on mm-hmm. on Twitter's what the All-Star mm-hmm. weekend means to us. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on this? League's Cup Part Two. I mean, mm. right, bro. Can Don Garber and Liga Mekis just make out already? Like, <laughs> Don Don doesn't <laughs> want the All Stars to win, bro. Like, that's what no. I'm getting from all of this. Like, he wants a challenge, bro. Bro I wants to be it, the commissioner like, of Liga Mekis, though. Wants to prove uh, yeah. to the world that we can win. Right. Yeah. Stupid. I don't know. Silly. It's silly. Uh, moving on. The NWSL kits dropped today. And uh, there's some fire in there, boys. Are there any any that you would cop? Mm-hmm. Off rip, looking at it. Uh, off rip, I'd probably buy Angel Cities. Oh yeah, which Just one? Clean. The black or the pink? The the black. Yeah, I mean, go, both go with clean, the home. But yeah, yeah. Loja, it's it's clean. Houston away, the light blue is clean. Yeah, Angel nice. City did the thing. Both kits clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago, kind of disappointing. It's just Chicago fire, but without the red. Right, right. Um, God, oh, racing Louisville. That mm-hmm. yeah, racing is, that purple yeah. with the checkers. They did that thing. The I wanted to checkers. say that, but Lojo called it right. So and I, then I could not of course, mention. thorns. Thorns look like practice kits. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared kind of to what they've done in the past, down, man. a big yeah. letdown. Yeah, it's true, man. Uh, yeah, I like the Louisville one a lot too. I'm, I'm just kind of oh, ride yeah. with you on that, that one because I saw that and was like, it's hot. I think yeah. the Gotham one had that sash though. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That was pretty, that was a little bit of that too. like sublimation. Yeah, it was it was pretty yeah. interesting for sure. It was sick. I know definitely not getting. Actually, I can go in my drawer and get the Bay FC uh, <laughs> away kit right now with the white oh, tee. Yeah, the Haynes T-shirt from Target. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> draw a B on it. Here, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um. But no, anyway, but it, yeah. it's cool to see. And, you know, honestly, I didn't actually notice. Are they tied to us? Are they all Nike? They are Nike. Yes. Yeah, they're all Nike. OK, cool. Mm-hmm. We should. Nike's put on some good kids. So I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's it's some okay. good options in there, bro. I, yeah. They do. But then Nike's also very good at being very generic. Fair enough. The, the one thing, man, I just don't like with the Adidas kids, they all have the three stripes on the shoulder. Every single oh. one of them. Yeah. And that's just boring to me. I don't know why I'm a hater. Ooh, I get that. I get them's that. fighting words, Lobar. I love me but some that's, three stripes. Yeah, bro. but that's but that's just the, the three stripes. stripes. Dude, come on, that's three stripes. I know, I know. You just check, have a Nike so, check, and you oh, get to do what you yeah. want. All right. Anyway, yes. anyway, anyway, moving on, moving on. Uh, the Mexican women's national team beats the U.S. women's national team 2-0 in the Gold Wait, Cup group what stage. What is it? The two zero. Dos acero way. Don't say two zero. It's dos acero. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that? Like 173 and three all time now? Against... It doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> Chill, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> they got to get it in before Emma Hayes. 33 oh, wait, years. Got, right, bro. Either, yes. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. No, facts. I, I will right. say if y'all watched that game last night, like I, I was so impressed with the organization of the Mexican yes. women's team yes. um, to That's completely just fair. boss the U.S. women all over the pitch. Like they were pressing, they were they were getting themselves out of out of pressure. It was it was incredible, man. And then and then both goals are golazos. Yeah, like just yeah, yeah, yeah. full stop, bro. Like 
I love it. I bro, love it. Cheese in the keeper like that. And then fucking. Yes, bro. <laughs> I mean, they should have started defense. Jane Campbell, but I mean, I guess that's what we get with uh, Allison Nair and goal, but whatever. Talk your shit, Paul. And then uh, what else happened? I love you, oh, man, we go across the pond here, baby. Uh, PSV Ooh. Eindhoven, our sister club, they continue their unbeaten streak. They haven't lost in 23 games. I believe they're 21 and two uh, wins and draws. They have 77 goals in those 23 games. We could take some That's notes. Nice. They want to really send nice. us Serginho Des. Bro, facts. Bro, what possible? is it? What what benefits do we get for being a sister club? Like, can we start right, seeing right, them? Right. <laughs> yeah, we get to say that they're a sister club. That's can we rub right. off a little bit? Because uh, yeah. yeah, they're creeping toward the the league record for goals in a, in a season right now. So yeah, love it. It's looking. Good. Are they top of the league right now? I haven't checked it in the oh, area yeah. divisi. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think they're like it. still twelve points ahead. Oh yeah, clear of second place. So yo, clear, shout out Ajax. Like, what happened to them, bro? Are they still in Dang. the dumps? No, no, they're fifth right now. I mean, that's dumps for them. Tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's but, dumps for them. That's like Bayern right, right now bro. in the Bundesliga, bro. Yeah, yeah, bro. Right, right. We are third place. We are in the dump. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, brother. Uh, anyway. And then let's um, no, nope. I'll spend too long on let's, it, but I'll, I don't I'll, want I'll it. do it, Paul. I'll, I'll jump on this. You do it. You do it. All we gotta say is, if you know a Chelsea fan, give him a hug right now, because. It's tough for us. Lojo, uh, what what are your thoughts on this weekend's results at the Carabao Cup final? You know, if you asked me yesterday, I would have gone on this long, the longest rant ever. I would be pounding my fist. But we lost to a better team. Liverpool is obviously a better team. Uh, the clopaganda got to all of us. It was mm-hmm. Liverpool's injuries against our billion-dollar blue bottle job of a team. Yeah. Who's, oh, apparently, you know, apparently we don't have any injuries. Um, right. News to me. Right. Uh, but we go on you know it sucks I, I hated losing that way um people trying to blame pochettino i don't know what subs he was supposed to make he had to rely on a guy who's notoriously not good at playing defense to ball watch as uh yeah. liverpool's biggest uh set piece threat scores a right. goal on him exactly you know but we move on uh, there's a chance wednesday uh yesterday um for the listeners if we lose um just know that i love you all and it's been great it's been real um but i'm logging off <laughs> but uh yeah we have Calm a chance down, and but europe's still in play um you know for how bad of a team we are quote unquote mm-hmm. uh conference league is still in play we can still get to europe which not sure if i want to do because we might be in trouble with their ffp rules that's uh, we true. don't do yeah, a yeah. lot of selling this yeah, summer yeah, yeah. but that's that's a conversation for another day Paul, it's gonna like be okay. Lobar said, man. Like, if if you know a Chelsea fan, like I know it's very tempting to like throw a jab, but yeah. give us a hug, bro. Like, right. especially and, us Austin FC yes, Chelsea bro, fans, bro. bro. Like, it wasn't bro. even twenty four hours separated. I I, I was back no, out there twelve real, hours man. later. Like, we are down, later. bro. Like, <laughs> it was rough, man. Anyway, 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 give give your Chelsea fan a hug. Maybe like like and subscribe and like rate our podcast. So we're there. Really you happy. go. That too. There you <laughs> there go. You go. That might help. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, boys. Uh, we appreciate y'all kicking it with us on this week's episode of the Verda Bend Podcast. I've been Logan Bartlett. Catch me on Twitter at lobarvhlm. I'm Logan Jones. You can find me at the Lolo Jones. And this is Paul. You can catch me at Paul Andrew FC. And that is a oh, government. That's a government name. Name. I know you're saying it. Yeah, he, we all said it in our hearts too. Um, yeah. And make sure to keep the chatter going online by following at the Verdependent on Twitter. 
we're out here. Give us your thoughts on the games as they happen. Uh, we'll keep chatting with y'all and we appreciate y'all. Also, uh, let us know if you got a sticker in the mail. We sent some stickers out um, yeah. to, to some folks that, uh, that well, I don't remember the parameters, but that just have been vibing with us. Just supporting, with us. vibing yeah. with us. Yeah, so it's cool. Keep, keep us in, keep, keep us in the loop, and uh, we'll keep sending out some stickers and find us in real life, and we'll give them to you there too. So, Absolutely. Bye, people. That's nice. Right. So, see you guys. Good stuff. I liked it. Oh, why are you screaming at me? Oh, my God.